This teaser episode for a Patreon-exclusive podcast is brought to you by me and the Tales by Cole Patreon page. For Patreon members generous enough to donate $5 or more to the podcast, they get access to a Patreon-exclusive podcast called 911 Calls with Cole that releases multiple episodes a week. If you'd like to become a patron and gain access to all of 911 Calls with Cole episodes, as well as future episodes, please head on over to patreon.com slash talesbycole. Thank you, and enjoy the episode. 911. 911. 911. Address of your emergency. Where's your emergency? Where's your emergency? Hey, creeps. Welcome to 911 Calls with Cole. Each episode, we will listen to a 911 call and explore the stories and crimes surrounding them. Now, before we get started, check the front door. Is it locked? Okay, good. Now you can relax and sit back as I tell you about the Turpin House of Horrors. David Allen Turpin first met his future wife, Louise Robinette, when he was 17 years old and she was only 10 years old. An old classmate of David's described him as nerdy, a quiet guy, and very intelligent. Despite their massive age difference, David and Louise were determined to be together. And six years after David and Louise met, the two eloped. Although the argument could be made that David Turpin, in fact, kidnapped her as she was still a minor. The two of them eloped when David Turpin was 24 and his future wife Louise was only 16 years old. David convinced her Princeton, West Virginian high school, the same high school he had gone to years previously, to let him sign Louise out. The two of them then traveled as far away from their home in West Virginia as they could get. David and Louise made it all the way to Texas before Louise's parents, Phyllis and Wayne's police complaints forced the couple back home. But oddly enough, when they returned home, instead of infuriated parents, they were welcomed by an entirely different outcome. Louise's father, a preacher, wasn't motivated to bring his daughter home to prevent a predator from marrying his little baby girl, but instead was purely so the two could have a proper ceremony. In total, David and Louise traveled over 1,000 miles, only to come home to be married in Princeton, West Virginia in 1984. Could this possibly have been the signal of a much larger issue? Teresa Robinette, Louise's sister, told the Daily Mail that their mother had made a habit of renting out her two daughters to a wealthy pedophile to have his way with them. Teresa said, he would slip money into my hand as he molested me. In 2020 hindsight, this could have been a red flag signaling what sadly was to come next. And before I tell you what happens next, I have to say, all children deserve parents, but not all parents deserve children. And David and Louise would do their best to prove this to be the case. Between July 1988 and March 2015, David and Louise were busy at work building their family by welcoming a brood of children into the world, 13 in total, 10 daughters and three sons. This seems insane and crazy to most of us, but the two belong to a theological position within Christianity called the Quiverful Movement. The Quiverful theological idea is held by some conservative Christian couples 
which see children as blessings from God. And as such, couples who believe in this position abstain from all forms of birth control and sterilization. Now, I call it a theological position, but in this instance, I call it hypocrisy, as their convenient Christianity didn't extend much further than their ideas of quiverful procreation, as you creeps are about to find out. David and Louise Turpin were strict parents. The children would have to ask permission before going to the bathroom, as well as being allowed to eat. By 1998, the Turpins had given birth to six children and had started running into financial troubles, which will happen when you have six children. But the real issue lied in a gambling addiction between David and Louise, which forced them to file bankruptcy, and the bank foreclosed on their home. The individuals who purchased the home in the foreclosure auction were disgusted by the state of the home when they took possession. There were dark stains that resembled feces streaking the walls and a vomit-inducing stench that permeated the entire home. But while the home was being auctioned off and the filth which the Turpins had been living in was being newly discovered, the Turpins and their children had moved to Texas into a real Vista home and things only got worse as the couple began in earnest to physically abuse their children for the next decade. None of the Turpin kids went to school either. They were malnourished and they were only permitted to shower once a year. By 2006, the couple had their 11th child, which coincided with the Turpins moving into a new apartment. But instead of jamming all of their 11 children in a tiny apartment, David and Louise only took the two youngest siblings who were babies at the time, while the other nine children were left in a trailer. David Turpin would visit the children only occasionally dropping off frozen food for the children to eat. But Louise never visited, seeming completely disinterested in the well-being of her children. The Turpin kids lived this way for four long years, and things, like they had been for the last two decades, only continued to get worse and worse for the children. Now in a dingy trailer, the older kids were told to chain their siblings up, locking them away in cages like animals if they were to break the rules. In July 2010, the family moved once again, this time to Paris, California, where they continued to detain and torture their children. But finally, eight years later, on January 14th, 2018, two of the Turpin children staged an escape. The eldest sister, Jordan, had planned for two years to escape and stop the appalling conditions she and her siblings lived in and the 17-year-old Jordan had even acquired a cell phone. Upon escaping, Jordan then called 911. 911, state your emergency? No, oh yes, I'm still here. What's your name? Jordan Turpin. I've never been out. I don't go out much, so I don't know anything about the streets or anything. Okay, I live in a family of 15 people, and my parents are abusing, they abuse us, and my two little sisters right now are chained up. There's 13 kids, and then a mother and father. And how many of your siblings are tied up? Two of my sisters, one of my brothers. How are they tied up, with rope or with what? With chains. They're chained up to their bed. Do you think anybody in the house will need to go to the hospital? I'm not sure. Sometimes we live in filth, and sometimes I wake up, and I can't breathe because how dirty the house is. When was the last time you had a bath? 
I don't know, almost a year ago, but sometimes I feel sort of dirty. I wash my face, and I wash my hair. Does anybody at the house take any kind of medication? Oh, I don't know what medication is. Are you homeschooled? No, we don't do school. Our mother tells people we're homeschooled. Our mother tells people we're private school, and she has a fake private school set up. But we don't really do school. I haven't finished first grade, and I'm 17. I don't know much about my mother. She doesn't like us. She doesn't spend time with us ever. Hi. Is that the deputy? Um, yes. Go talk to him, okay? Upon investigation, Louise and David were quickly arrested, and in the court proceedings, the prosecutor continued to reveal even more depraved details. The Turpin kids were beat repeatedly and chained up, unable to leave the trailer, let alone move much for months at a time. It was revealed in court that the eldest sister had actually escaped the trailer they were held captive in before moving to California but without any semblance of a basic education or any idea how to navigate the world or even call police. She was quickly overwhelmed and contacted her mother, Louise, who picked her up and took her back home. The oldest sibling and victim of the parental abuse was aged 29 and weighed a ghastly 82 pounds. The home which the kids lived in was quickly dubbed by media as the House of Horrors, and a Riverside County Sheriff described the dwellings the children were held captive in as dark and foul-smelling. According to one of Louise's sisters, David and Louise managed to trick the entire family by portraying the image of being a happy family for a long time, posting family photos to their Facebook page. But finally, on February 22nd of 2019, David and Louise both pled guilty to one count of torture three counts of willful child cruelty, four counts of false imprisonment, and six counts of cruelty of an adult dependent. Both David and Louise were sentenced to life imprisonment. There might be a happy ending here though, as in April 2020, it was made public that some of the Turpin children had managed to now begin living independently, living in their own apartment, and having jobs and going to school, and even after years of abuse and neglect, some of the children now even volunteered in the community, a community which had until recently been unknowingly estranged from the Turpin children. That's it for this episode of 911 Calls with Cole. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something. I hope you know you are worthy of love and affection. And I hope you treat your family and loved ones with as much love as I have for you, creeps. Have some feedback? Feel free to tweet at me at Tales by Cole, or by visiting our Facebook group by searching Tales by Cole Podcast Discussion Group. Thanks for tuning in. Stay healthy, stay safe, and don't forget to lock the doors.